Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Give it to me! Hey everyone, I'm Molly Wood. Me, I'm Tom Merritt. Oh, welcome. This is It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, which offers critical reflections on contemporary culture, how we shape it, and how it shapes us. We draw on the best scholarship and thought to craft an interdisciplinary approach that explores and illuminates the puzzles, vexations, and dilemmas that characterize modern things. Thanks for joining us. Okay, so if anybody is new to the program, we steal other people's mission statements for the beginning of the show, but that's ours. Right, like you you wouldn't <laughs> That's actually that ours, that. right? Because it pretty much kind of is, actually. Except it's not, uh-huh. but I should, yeah, that could be ours. I mean, we wouldn't necessarily put it that way because it's a little high on the hedgehog. A little flowery. A little flowery. A little flowery. Yeah. Get it high on the hedgehog. We don't draw on the best scholarship. We just look around. (laughs) Exactly. We draw on also Yeah, you're right. We wouldn't use interdisciplinary or vexation. We might use vexations, actually. We might. Yeah, not interdisciplinary, probably. Anyway, this came from the Hedgehog Review. This is actually the about page for an existing publication called the Hedgehog Review, uh, which is uh, whose tagline is critical reflections on contemporary culture. Oh, so this is us, but with degrees in things. Yeah, us, but like if we said interdisciplinary. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Us, us, but like if we said teleological. Listen, we don't do interviews on It's a Thing, but if anyone at the Hedgehog Review actually hears this and wants to come on the show, let us know. I mean, this is fascinating summer 2019 reality and its alternatives they apparently do three episodes a year that's I, I want this job how do i get this uh summer 2023 was theological variations uh-huh spring 2023 by theory possessed uh-huh spring 2022 political mythologies i love this i mean honestly this is kind of up our alley when we're being highbrow, not thingbrow. It really is a it yeah, it's it's the um it's the sophisticated version. Hope itself. You can do episode. matching gifts. Oh, it's the University of Virginia. That's how they okay. Oh, it's university ish. Okay, that makes it. sense. Here we get it. Deep down things in a time of panic. You know, this is appropriate actually because and I know that Rich did not know this, and I should probably not spoil what's likely to happen next week. Um, because Cormac McCarthy died today. I heard that. I know, and I was kind of sad about it, and I think that the Hedgehog Review would have been right up his alley. Mm. And may have been, for all and we may know. have been. Yeah. We won't know. We yeah. don't know. Well, while we leave the teleological uh, outflows of Cormac McCarthy to the Hedgehog Review, I'd like to know if you've been hurt in an Uber or Lyft accident. <laughs> <laughs> I love our society so much sometimes. <laughs> uh, this, oh, my God. This one was sparked by me dropping off my sister-in-law at the airport and seeing oh. no less than five 
billboards on the way that said, have you been in an Uber accident? Call this number. Omega Law, John at Law, uh, they were all different. But some of them said Lyft, all of them said Uber, uh, and none of them made it clear whether you were to be the driver or someone who had hit an Uber. And when yep. I did uh, the tiny bit of poking around that I did, uh, they don't care. <laughs> They're they like, don't care. if it involves sure Uber or Lyft, whether you're the driver or you got hit by a driver, we got gotcha. you. We're going to sue Uber and Lyft for you. I'm be- What's so awesome about this is like, oh, hell yeah, of course it's a thing. And of course it's a thing that started in Los Angeles because every time I'm in LA, especially with my son, we constantly remark upon all of the injured in a car accident (laughs) because it's kind of a car-based city. Right, right. Yeah. And And everything is driving related. And I I guess it's just the natural evolution that the, uh, have you been injured on the job becomes, have you been injured in a car accident becomes, have you been injured in a very specific kind of car accident involving very rich startup companies Uh (laughs) that will pay off, pay you off to shut up. We can, we can help you. That is such a good niche. And that's absolutely amazing. And also on the website, there's just like, footage running in a loop of a <laughs> oh, car, that example one yeah like flipping over <laughs> oh my goodness and then they're like we have we now have the video evidence to win your case we're dialed into every major traffic camera this is unbelievable this is amazing yeah this in an this Uber is the accident. new uh ambulance chasing the latest i should say the latest version of ambulance chasing like if i could have if I were writing a science fiction movie, like, I don't know, The Fifth Element or, or yeah. RoboCop or something mm-hmm. right now, it would be like injured by a self-driving car. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's just so perfectly sci-fi real. Especially because, uh, what was it, uh, who was it? I want to say it was GM. Was it GM? That got, no, it was BMW. Got uh, permission to, no, Mercedes. I don't yeah. remember. I think it was Mercedes. Uh, got permission to actually do... Uh, no driver uh, commercial service recently. Uh, And one of the things that they agreed to was that when you're in the car, uh, oh, wait, yeah. No, I'm sorry. Gosh, rewind. (laughs) Uh, Whoever it was uh, has the the right to sell level three autonomy. Level, they're the first oh. car company to sell level three autonomy. Level three, I think it is BMW. Um, level three lets you not have to pay attention all the time. Um, oh, Tesla autonomy God. is level two, which means mm-hmm. you have to keep your hands on the wheel and your eyes on the road. It can drive for you, but you are not supposed to look away for more than a couple seconds. Um, level three says like, yeah, in certain conditions, you can like, you know, look at your phone and text people and stuff and it's perfectly fine. Uh, we'll let you know like... when you need to take over. Is it Mercedes? Mm-hmm. I, I knew it was German. It so, okay. Thank you for looking that up. Uh, I recently they, they sell drove... them. They, yeah, they sell them in Germany. They sell them in Nevada and they can now sell them in California. Um, and, and so, yeah, it's, it's generally when you're on the highway in low speed traffic, like a traffic jam. That's right. that's when you're allowed to use this particular level three. But the whole long point of me stumbling through that entire account was <laughs> they take the liability. If you are playing by the rules oh, and you're in right. an accident while level three is engaged, uh, 
and it hasn't tried to get your attention, right? It's like it, it, you're 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 doing what you're supposed to. You would have taken over, but it didn't tell you. Mercedes is liable for the accident. Dang, that's a huge deal. Yep. This is. I have to say, I recently. I mean, I granted had a terrible experience with my Tesla specifically, um, and just with the automatic automated cruise control. Like it wasn't, I didn't even try. I didn't even bother to not going to pay all that money for, for whatever, full, full self-driving, self-drive. which yeah. is not that at all. But even the automatic cruise control tried to kill me multiple times with like the, the, um, phantom braking on the highway. Uh huh. Not to mention just constantly trying to like take over the steering because it thought it saw something in the road just on mm-hmm. city streets. Mm-hmm. I recently rode in a Mercedes a EQS with the highway automatic. Uh, self-driving whatever the level two self-driving that it had yeah oh my god it was flawless yeah i actually was just like i'm a little embarrassed because i'm super into cars and i did not know this existed and was this good it's incredible they're already on to level three damn i'm not surprised it's mercedes i really aren't i'm not there on the highway at 40 miles an hour or less so this thing isn't driving itself all over the place but it's like if you're stuck in a traffic jam and you're just bumper to bumper you can just say like yeah Kick it in level three. Let me know when we get out of the traffic. I'm going to text mom, whatever. Damn. Damn. Anyway, I'm saving up. I'm saving uh, the up. Uber and Lyft lawyers cannot help you in those cases. Right. Exactly. But, yeah. but they will be there. Somebody will be like level yeah. injured in a level three accident. It's yeah. Next. We'll sue oh. Mercedes for you. That's such a good thing. That's such a good thing. Okay. Well, we know uh, that we have been talking nonstop about the seventies and the eighties and the nineties and stuff are back. So I'm going for eighties. This is an 80s are back retro food thing. Cottage cheese. Oh, is it back? It is. I do so love cottage cheese. Back. I do too. And I'm kind of excited to have found this and been like, oh, great, cool. I'm going to get some. I'd forgotten about cottage cheese. But you remember in the 80s, cottage cheese was like the ultimate health food. Oh, yeah. No, it was like right at the tail end of the 70s, early 80s, right? Like yep. the, like right along with aerobics. <laughs> it was exactly. like, eat your cottage cheese. It's a health and, a mel- and melon. Yeah. Like you'd have yeah. one. <laughs> Which, bleh. Uh, bleh. But cottage cheese is so totally freaking back. And so much so that there is an article from my everyday table from 15 hours ago that begins, if you spend any time on social media, you should be fully aware that cottage cheese is having a moment. Hmm. And it's so much more fun and exciting than it was when it was a peak 80s diet food. I hadn't even read that until now. It was amazing. (laughs) That's great. But apparently people are just – because it's super high protein, which frankly is why I'm going to buy it. I like hurt my knee because I apparently had a birthday and now my knee hurts. And I'm doing all this physical therapy, which involves muscle building, and I need a lot of protein. And so now I'm like, oh, my God. Cottage cheese is here for me. And I can make it into a veggie dip and I can make it into ice cream. Yeah. Apparently, the, the, the kids these days, not only are they eating it like crazy, they're turning it into all kinds of other things. So you blend it up and freeze it, and then it has the consistency of ice cream. That's brilliant. Yeah. Cottage cheese bowls with a hard-boiled egg and olives. Yum. And- I do like this line. <laughs> this line makes me laugh. It has an incredibly high protein. A half cup has 13 grams. Compare that to a half cup of Greek yogurt with 10 grams of protein. <laughs> like okay it's higher whoa <laughs> but i mean it's that's 13, probably like 18 percent higher it's not <laughs> that much higher it's not that much higher no also but i'm still. not gonna make pasta cottage cheese pasta no cottage cheese cookie dough guys this is not a health food however cottage cheese is totally back 
It's definitely back. You're right. Oh it's my incredibly gosh. high protein. <laughs> it's got more protein than your bicep. Unbelievable. <laughs> you will eat this and be buff. Yeah, it's a it's a it's very much in the full on health food category, but also there you go. Eighties back boom. Are, gosh, are we in the world where protein is considered healthy? Like like mm-hmm. are we have we like We've gone past Atkins to just like, oh, if you want to be healthy, eat protein. The way it was Um, like, if you want to be healthy, don't eat fat, which is what cottage cheese originally surfed in on. Right. Which is interesting because it's cheese. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we are. Yeah. Well, there's a lot. Okay. Now I'm veering into things that might also be things. Mm -hmm. There's like a lot of bodybuilding. Yeah. I have a friend who's way into bodybuilding now. Right. And I do think... It, these are. This is sometimes like when I hesitate to bring it up because I'm not sure if it's my algorithm or not. But mm-hmm. I think that they're, I think getting really buff is kind of a thing. Yeah. And bodybuilding seems to be back for whatever reason. I don't really. And this know. could have. This could have been fed. This river of fitness could have been fed by the tributary of Atkins-like diets, right? Well, because well, when you protein. are trying to put on yeah. muscle, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, the original. Like when I was in college, I dated a power lifter, mm. and he was like, "This was." I am older than you kids listening. Anyway, I <laughs> this was way before Atkins, right? Like yeah. way, even way before South Beach. And he was like carrying chicken around in a Ziploc everywhere he went. Yeah, yeah. And was just like, I only eat protein. Did he do the protein powder stuff? Because that's what we all did in college in the late 80s is like, mm-hmm. oh, you got to have the protein powder, build up your muscles. Right, totally. And then that turned into like creatine and all of yep, that. But yep. I do get the vibe. Tell You know what? You tell us. Feedback at yeah. me. Tell us if you're starting to see, because I, I don't know if I'm out of the algorithm or not. Tell us if you're starting to see lots of muscle building. And it, it and if, if people are starting to use protein as shortcut for healthy, because uh-huh. that always happens. Like gluten-free, that's healthy. It's like, well, no. It, I mean, if you're a gluten allergy, it's healthy, but it's not. You know what I, I'm wondering if right. protein is becoming one of those. Not that protein is bad in any way. It's, no, it's, it's great. Yeah. Well, I think, and it all goes with the health trend of reducing inflammation, which frankly is an uh, amazing health trend. And I think we are realizing like, oh, it turns out. Anything that actually does reduce inflammation, yes. Because <laughs> inflammation kind of behind a lot of really bad stuff. Pretty systemic killer. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Uh, well, let's lighten things up with a, a Sanrio character. You know, the Hello Kitty universe, right? Uh-huh. Uh, the hipster Sanrio character right now, the popular one, the one that all the cool kids and celebrities like is Kuromi. I'm just so overwhelmed with happiness right now because I know because my niece is super into Karomi and I bought her a Karomi <laughs> backpack. I've never felt more on trend in my life. Karomi, according to the Hello Kitty wiki, is my Melody's rival, a white rabbit creature wearing a black jester's hat with a pink skull on the front and a black mm-hmm. devil's tail. The skull's facial expression changes to match Karomi's mood. Her birthday is Halloween, and her name translates from Japanese to English as Black Beauty. Because she's and she's the goth one. She's the goth one. Like, she's the one all the niece... goth punk folks love if totally. they love Sanrio. That's why my niece likes her. Because yeah. she's goth. She's a little goth girl. Oh my god, this is so awesome. But I do think it was genius of them to create like an edgy. An edgy one. Well, they have Bats Maru, 
Bats yeah. Maru was the original, like, what if all the Sanrio characters weren't cute and happy all the time? You know, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember in the 90s, my girlfriend at the time loved Bats Maru for that reason. It was the mm-hmm. goth punk Sanrio character. And Karomi just was like, well, what if we did it on purpose? Like, like, what if we got serious about this? And we just didn't have a grumpy penguin. We had like a full on like goth character. And that's Karomi. That's so awesome. I love it. I'm so excited to be up on this one. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know. Saray, I did not say the 1890s. <laughs> I think I started to say 80s and switched to 90s, and that's why it may have sounded. <laughs> I, I did not have a girlfriend yet in the 1890s. I was still too young. <laughs> just barely. Just yeah. barely. Oh, my goodness. Um, he, had been, he hadn't been turned yet. No. Yeah. In the 1890s, he was still too <laughs> uh, Both of my things are food things. And on the on the plus side, they're polar opposites of each other, where cottage cheese represents a return to 80s health foods. Tater tots represents not that. Oh, yeah. But tater tots are huge right now. Cafeteria food is a like a Uber thing and tater tots are like right in there. Yeah. I think it you know that's interesting because I didn't I sort of skimmed past it, but the other day I saw a headline that was basically like food trends represent American economic um confidence. Mm-hmm. And it's low right now because foods like totter tater tots and cottage cheese are huh. Popular? That's yeah. interesting. I'm going to see if I can find that. And the yeah, cafeteria I, pizza, all that stuff. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Huh. Anyway, tater tots. Tell me more. I'm just thinking back to like the high interest times of the 80s, right before a savings and loan collapse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cheese and tater tots. Anyway, yeah, tater tots, super huge right now. I just keep seeing them showing up on menus like in fancy ways. Yeah. They're like they're elevating. on, they're in fancy restaurants. They're elevating the tater tots. Domino's released loaded tots, like a whole oh. bunch of different tater tot options. Uh-huh. I want them all. Yeah, there's like the bacon one and the this one and the chili cheese one and yes to that. And then I've started to see more and more tachos. <laughs> I even ordered them from a fancy Mexican restaurant the other night. Tachos. Uh, just like straight up don't even need the explanation like because we're talking about tater tots maybe if we weren't i would but i'm like oh yeah no of course you replace the tortilla chips with the tater tots and then you've got tachos it was like upscale it was an upscale mexican restaurant too so it was like carne asada tachos oh Oh. my god i mean they were unbelievable (laughs) you take your irish nachos and just shove them uh shove them back in the pub please tachos tachos are where it's at all hail the return of tater tots. Can I put cottage cheese on my tater tots? I don't know. I might yeah, try. Why not? Why Give not? it a whirl. It's like a <laughs> uh, uh, low confidence American um, poutine. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Tachos. Uh, tater tots I never mean, left. That's true, Techno Mitch. Uh, but they, they, I they've, don't think they left, but now they, they're, but like, they're They're back. They're, they're the back on top. They're, they're back on top. And yeah. they're in a fancy place and they're mm-hmm. in an upscale pub in Boston and they're at Domino's and they're at Mexican restaurants. Like when it's omnipresent, it's a thing. Now, there is nothing I love better than to see just the simple introduction to our first email at feedback at it's a thing dot me. <laughs> All it says is that Charlie dude on bone conduction and birding. <laughs> 
I love our show so much. <laughs> Uh, that Charlie dude writes, I love my bone conducting headphones. I love them so much. I bought a pair for each member of our family. I love them Whoa. so much that I convinced two teammates into buying a pair and they love them so much. They recommended them. I love them so much. I bought a second pair when my first pair wore out and I love them so much that I'm wearing them right now. Listening to It's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> they are my go-to headphones because they're light. I frequently forget I'm wearing them. They're hard to lose because I wear them so much. They hold a charge for several days and what? I use them several hours a day. I like them because I can still hear things around me like cars when I bike or my wife, but still hear podcasts or music. And lastly, their price is reasonable to me for headphones between $100 and $150 when on sale. Dang. Bone conducting okay. headphones. Yeah. That's out. just the first half of the email. The yes. second half starts birding. <laughs> what is going on recently with birding? Is it in the air? My uh-huh. wife recently bought a bluebird house, pole, house guard, and a bird bath. We already have bird feeders and hummingbird feeders, which we added a new one to this year. Maybe because it's spring and more people are talking about gardening and preparing their yards for summer. Anyway, Tom, Molly, and Rich, thank you for the weekly sunshine you spread called It's a Thing. Y'all rock. I can tell that we are going to be friends. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, this is what we, I mean, you know, the thing is, the thingness is ineffable. We cannot necessarily explain where it came from. That's our hedgehog word why, of the day. But yes, it is in the air. Yeah. Like the birds. Very much like the birds of which we speak, they are also ineffable. Do not F them. I like didn't know that you do not F with them. I didn't know you could get a special house just for a bluebird. Yeah. Like, How does what happens if another bird goes in there? Do you have to evict them? Sorry, you're special... not zoned for this. <laughs> Out. I got a special little um wreath that I filled with raw peanuts in hopes that uh the scrub jays would yeah. eat the peanuts. Um, but they haven't, they haven't gone for it. So I think I might just take them all out and feed them to the squirrels. I was going to say, I'm surprised the squirrels didn't get into them already, but I did get, well, it's hanging up real high. My house mm. is a vertical. Squirrels are crazy, but yeah. It's, all right. It's Everesty. Yeah. Yeah. They thought one came up on the deck and thought about it. And then it was like, nah. you, you come out after this show and there's like squirrels with pickaxes climbing the side of you. <laughs> that would be incredible. <laughs> Let it happen. That would be amazing. <laughs> All right. Eric uh, needs a music thing. Check about music. It can optionally be responded to with music. Oh, howdy, Rich Mo Tom. I wanted to run a thing by you. It may be just me, but I've seen Paulifia. Emerge from nowhere into my YouTube music feed. They've been around for like 13 years. Maybe it's pronounced Polyphia, but somehow I've only become aware of them in the last two or three months. Is this a thing or did my algorithm finally kick in for good for a change? Mm. I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's not a thing for me. Not a thing for me. It is a primarily instrumental progressive rock band based in Plano, Texas, formed in 2010. Now I'll listen to some of the music and see if like... I have encountered it in other songs. Oh. Hmm. Okay, but here's the potential point of crossover. They've got a song called Goat. Just Goat? Yeah. Like greatest of all time? Like greatest of all time. Because we talked about how goat is a thing and calling everybody the goat is a thing. 
So I'm wondering, I'm going to drop this in the um, Discord. I'm scared of goat. It sounds like a like a, a possessed a movie, music yeah. box. But you know what? Now, Eric, that you have forced me to play this on my YouTube channel, I do only see <laughs> Polyphia. I know. I guess we'll be looking for it. But this yeah, is I, how a I thing happens. This is how a thing happens. Inception. Joe Hood on Taylor and Spritzes. Hello, friendo. I know, right? <laughs> Hello, friendos. Molly mentioned Song of the Summer in an earlier show, and it made me think of two things. One, suddenly everywhere, and one that is so much a thing I think we may have overlooked it. Oh, that happens so often, right? Oh, totally. The thingness. You can't see the thingness for the things. Uh, <laughs> first, the all thing that is Taylor Swift era's tour. This is so much a thing, it has spawned its own constellation of sub-things. My social feeds are full of the Taylor Swift mother-daughter concert trip, which admittedly may be due to having a 12-year-old girl and a teenage son. But this Boston article, Globe article, supports going to Taylor Swift is entire genre of social media in 2023. Second, the T-Swift tour has brought the term era into our vocabulary. This is so much a thing, I may have hallucinated that you already talked about era as a way to describe a phase or time span in our life. For example, this summer is my dad core era. <laughs> All right. Second, that was the first thing, Taylor. Second, sudden thing. The internet is trying to tell me what the drink of the summer is and that it is the Hugo Spritz. It is evidently this year's Aperol Spritz, still an Italian drink, but lighter and less bitter. Elderflower liquor, mint, Prosecco, and club soda. Here in the mm. U.S., the most common elderflower liquor is St. Germain, and I'm taking some down from the cabinet for cocktails on the porch this weekend. Mm. Wow, that sounds incredible. Also, he says, non-thing, but happy upcoming Father's Day to producer Rich, who makes possibly the best dad content on the social media. Yay. True. Accurate. Also, man, I am a little embarrassed because this is so intensely accurate. The Hugo like half or the of my no, the Taylor Swift thing. Oh, the Taylor Swift for like sure. Yeah. Half of my feed. And I didn't even know the tour was called Eras. And now it makes so many hashtags make sense because I kept seeing that. And then also calling the thing in your life the era. Oh. I was so now so I have to believe you on the Hugo Spritz because you're so right about eras. So I was at SoFi Stadium. Uh, seeing a group that was playing two nights at SoFi Stadium. Pretty big deal. That's a big stadium, mm -hmm. 50,000 plus. There's a big ad for Taylor Swift and her like eight night. I don't think it was eight. might have been six. But it was like <laughs> like Taylor Swift playing SoFi Stadium five to six nights in a row. Damn. <laughs> it's like that's that's just ridiculous. It's so true, though. I mean, it was such a big thing. I think we talked about the tickets. Yeah, the ticket sales. We did. But yeah, like it. This tour is a huge freaking deal, and everybody's going to it. And I'm getting a little FOMO. Not even gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. Not even gonna lie. You can just Alan watch it on TikTok. It'll be fine. That's true because everybody posts like the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Alan wrote in with a Patreon reminder: Dear Molly, Tom, and Rich. Tom, Molly, and Rich. Sorry, I put myself first by accident. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, this is a more of a thing that happened to me, says Alan. A bit niche, but maybe relevant to other listeners if it's a thing. The thing is, I thought I was a low-level patron of quite a few things, and it turns out I'm not anymore because they've finally killed the residual any number of cents donations. Uh, I know the writing was on the wall for this. You haven't been able to create them in ages. But I'm sure there was an announcement of them finally killing old memberships I hadn't noticed, uh, and it finally happened. If any listeners think they've been donating a couple bucks a month to things via uh, e.g. 25 or 50 percent via a 25 or 50 cent a weekly episode, they might want to check their memberships. Yeah, I actually know why they got rid of those. Um, The way the payment systems are structured, uh, you often have to pay a flat fee per transaction. And so to charge people. Uh, 25 cents sometimes cost them 40 cents. <laughs> mm. And frankly, with the, the flat fee and the percentage on top of it, um, Patreon was like, even like a dollar pledge loses us money because, oh, really? because there's the, the transaction fee is such a high percentage. What's left over, uh, then is like a pittance and, and the operations that are on top of it you know, that, that we have to pay. It just, it just isn't worth it. So yeah. they, they allow dollars, but they, they discourage creators from doing dollar monthlies, uh, episode by episode. I think they're not as, they don't think it's as, as big of a problem, but, but still, because the transaction fees are so big, it's, it's like anything below a dollar is, is just losing money. So they, they stopped right. allowing it. That is a good note, though. Like, thank you for the public service announcement, because if you are someone who has thought you were supporting it to think at that level, yeah, you might not be anymore. Yeah, you might not be, which yeah. is a good time to point out that uh, if you want Molly and I more in your life, and why wouldn't mm-hmm. you? Uh, <laughs> I have convinced Molly that if we can get to 4,000 patrons on Daily Tech News Show by the end of the month, she will commit to one Friday a month. Yes. On DTNS. <laughs> make it so friends thank you for for agreeing to this ridiculous plan by the way i love this plan (laughs) uh i'm hoping we can go well above and then you know maybe uh maybe no not making you commit but you know maybe sometimes there could be two fridays a month or or more i mean let's just i'm just saying patrons make it worth our while yeah that make that a conversation patreon.com slash dtns to get molly on dtns some more Check it out. And speaking of patrons and those of you who support this show just unflinchingly at the highest level, it's so incredible. Patreon.com slash it's a thing. Thank you so much for supporting us at the level that gives you a custom crafted shout out. It's almost surprising that it took us this long. But this week's (laughs) shout outs were created with a chat GPT prompt. Oh, wow. But it's a chat GPT prompt that is so preciously specific to us. Mm-hmm. Create, goes the prompt, a series of haikus using this list of names. Themes should be around climate technology, the St. Louis Cardinals, <laughs> culture of ownership, and the future of podcasting. Oh my gosh. This is, this is the best. This is the best. What, what did the algorithm spit at us? Oh, it's amazing. I'll begin. Morris Jones plants seeds. Climate tech blooms under sun. Sustainable hope. Benjamin Forrest. Cardinals soar in his dreams. Ownership's glory. AJ Venturella. Podcast airwaves he charts. 
Voices of the World. Lee Price, Green Thumb, Cultivating Earth's Podcast, Sowing Futures Seeds. Kevin Sill, Pitch Perfect, Cardinals Podcasting Voice, <laughs> Fans Ownership Grows. Eric Duncan's Breeze, Whispers of Climate Action, Tech Aids Mother Earth. Jake Woods, Podcasts Heart, oh. Ownership Shared with the World, Stories that Inspire. Gabrielle Cohen, Climate Tech's Cultural Shift, Empathy Unfolds. Lara Abel, Bridge Builder, Cardinals Podcasting Realm, Fans, <laughs> Voices Unite. <laughs> Valor Trucks, Green Roads, <laughs> Climate Tech Drives Change Ahead, Sustainability's Path. Trucks. Andrew, <laughs> I keep counting. I keep stopping to count. There are some <laughs> missed. There are some missed syllables here. Andrew Bradley, podcasting's future unfolds. Innovations tuned. Ooh. Joe Hood's vision: Cardinals community ownership renewed. <laughs> really puts ownership and Cardinals together. Really loves those two. Yeah. Louis Saint Amour's touch: climate tech revolution harmony restored. Mike Aikens, Birds Sing, Podcasting Symphony, Shared Ownership's Gift. <laughs> James C. Smith, Strong Roots, <sighs> Climate Tech's Legacy, Futures Podcast Grows. <laughs> it, it totally didn't get culture of ownership. It was like, I nope. guess I'll just throw the word owner in a lot. I'll but otherwise, it did pretty sometimes. good. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. I will, you know, I mean, Lee Price, Green Thumb is four syllables. As is uh, Andrew Bradley. Lee so. uh, Price. Exactly. <laughs> Green. You got nothing for- <laughs> Lee Price, Green Thumb. It's like, you know, four, five, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, who's, whatever. Ca- who's counting? Uh, who's counting? All, all of us. <laughs> oh, that is. We are. Yeah. That's how, that's how pedantic I am. I'm counting. <laughs> that's what we do. Incredible. Thank you so much for supporting the show, for listening to the show. You can become a member of It's a Thing and get our uh, Discord chat with us live while we record every week, an ad-free RSS feed, and more. Patreon.com slash It's a Thing. Uh, we also have new stuff in the shop. Look for the uh, look for the links in the show notes or over at our shopping page. It's a thing dot me slash shop freshly updated with the latest things. And don't forget that email address. Uh, send us your things. Feedback at It's a Thing dot me. Ooh, check out the magnesium. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.